Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. After the rough session that we got yesterday, the market bounced back strong today. And it really began before the close yesterday, as many of our major indexes and sectors as well were able to rally to finish well off the lows yesterday. And then today, we started off the day strong and then finished either at or near the highs of the day today. So, you know, after that rally yesterday, maybe the market was giving us a little bit of a hint that we weren't due for continued selling pressure. And it certainly didn't seem like it today. Uh, So we got some great action today. Saw a number of stocks, indexes, and sectors getting back to all-time highs here. So let's jump right back in to the market action here, the Russell 2000. Leading the, the way today, which is great to see, small caps have actually been our lagging index here, still the furthest away from its all-time high. Really not by a whole lot, though, just over 3% away from its all-time high. The other indexes are either at or closer than the, than the Russell 2000 is right now. But it's also our one major index that is the furthest away from overbought territory here, telling us we could be looking for a big move here coming from the small caps. And we saw it today, up 2.17% to 2,280. We were followed there by the Dow, which couldn't quite get back to its all-time intraday high, but we did get a new all-time closing high in the Dow today of 1.3%, a nice 448 points to 34,870. Next up here, another all-time high on the day today, the S&P 500 up 1.13% to 4,369. And lastly here, the NASDAQ up nicely as well on the day, right at its all-time high level, just 54 points away now from its all-time high. So another day like today, where it was up 142 points from the NASDAQ today, we'd blow right through that all-time high level. The NASDAQ up just under 1% to 14,701. Looking at our internals on the day, much, much, much better readings than we saw from most of this week, really, as we've had now seven out of the last nine sessions, not including today, with weak internals. Certainly not the case here today. Positive across the board here. Both the NYC and the NASDAQ saw advancing stocks beating out declining stocks over 3 to 1 positive on the day. New 52-week highs and lows. Back into positive territory here. I think yesterday was just something like the sixth time all year. Yeah, I'd have to double check my numbers on that, but uh, it's at least close to that. Sixth time of the year that we had negative 52-week highs to lows, but we got back into the plus column today with 251 stocks hitting 52-week highs to just 43 hitting 52-week lows. And lastly here for the, for the internals, volume, very strong day. 
coming from volume today. On the NYSE, coming in over 6-1 to one positive on volume today. Impressive numbers there. And then on the NASDAQ as well, finishing just right about 3-1 to one positive on the day as well. So after the action that we saw yesterday, a lot of people were, were freaking out. Uh, talking about how they had sold the day before. You know, you love you love to see that. It's just always funny. You can see somebody on TV on, you know, like for this week, for example, on a Wednesday saying how much they love all of these stocks and, and these and these sectors, whatever. And then they go on TV on a, the next day, which is a big down day, saying, oh, yep, I sold yesterday. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Day like today is a perfect bounce back. So if you said you sold yesterday, well, maybe you should have been buying yesterday. Um, it certainly looked like it from today's action. And in going into the weekend, it's always good to see the markets going up into the weekend. Because that means that people are, are very bullish because you can't sell on a Saturday or a Sunday. So if bad news comes out, well, you're stuck with whatever price you get on Monday unless you're holding on to it. So good to see this action going into the weekend, this weekend, especially from our internals. And then looking at our sectors next, strong action here as well. All 11 S&P 500 sectors finishing higher on the day today. And financials, which have really been getting crushed over the last month or so, at least compared to some of our other uh, sectors, made a strong comeback today up 2.87%. And a lot of that has to do with bond yields. Bond yields also have been falling as well, hitting their low yesterday uh, in the 1.31 area or so. Now up 5% on the day, over 5% to a 1.35. Yeah, 1.35. And while... If you've been tuning in with us here, you know that we've been calling for bond yields to move lower, even as they were hitting a 1.7 earlier this year. There were no concerns from us. We, we felt a lot of people were saying growth is dead, uh, rotation into value, bond yields are going to keep heading higher. We had the exact opposite of a read here. And we, we do believe that bond yields are going to continue to fall. We might be some of the first people to be calling for future negative rates here in the United States. And and we're still a ways away from that, a couple of years away. But bond yields have fallen really far, really fast here, something like 28% in the last month or two. Maybe it was the last two and a half months. But quick fall there from bonds. Now we're at extreme oversold levels, really extreme oversold on steroids from bonds. So we think we'll get a little bit of a consolidation around this level, take some of the fear out of the market. It's just so funny watching market uh, you know, spectators and commenters <laughs> when the yields were rising. Once they got to 1.7, you know, like I said, people were freaking out. The sky was falling for growth. Now bond yields collapse and the sky is falling because the economy must be showing that there's going to be slower future growth. And, you know, I think we'll probably see very similar action under a Biden administration like we saw under Obama that, yes, we might see slower economic growth, but that is not necessarily the reason why bonds are heading lower. It's just simply gravity, folks. When you look around the world and you see negative rates, 
in much of Europe and have been in Japan for some time, at least you can get some return from U.S. bonds. So why would you go out and buy German bonds or buy Japanese bonds? Well, unless you're required to by government mandates with some things like pension funds are required to do, there really is no reason. You wouldn't go buy German or Japanese or any European bonds, and that is the exact reason why we see U.S. rates heading lower from here. It's simply gravity, folks, supply and demand. Uh, People are going to continue piling in to U.S. debt, pushing yields lower and lower. So again, we do see and expect to see negative rates here in the United States. That we're, like I said, we're a few years away from that point, and we're going to consolidate around this area. That's how we see it right now, at least, especially these oversold readings. But, <clears throat> but <laughs> we will. But this this most recent sell-off has run its course. We should see some support here, which could help and should help the financials come back to life. We saw it today. Like I said, financials up big. And then, you know, a big one for the financials are the regional banks. A lot of people see regional banks as kind of the canary in the coal mine um, for economic performance. Well, regional banks up a huge 4.4% on the day-to-day. So we think we could see that that trend in financials continue from here as, as bond yields do find some support around these levels. All right, so looking at our other sectors on the day after financials, we were followed there by materials and energy, both up over 2% on the day. Next up were industrials, and then real estate hit an all-time high today. That's XLRE, the real estate ETF, hitting an all-time high. Next up was uh, technology, which just barely, barely, I mean 30 cents away from an all-time high there. The semis had a strong day today as well, uh, up 1.7%. So that's what you want to see, semis outperforming tech. So good action from the tech sector today. Next up was communication services, uh, just running some final screens here. Also just right below their all-time high. And then we did get an all-time high from consumer discretionary today. And then kind of the laggers just barely made it back positive were utilities and then healthcare, which also hit an all-time high today. All right, so kind of wrapping up the day here, our VRA Commodity Watch Gold now up half a percent to 1,808 an ounce. Silver up a little more now by 0.86% to $26.21 an ounce. And then we're going to continue to climb the ladder higher here as copper was up even bigger, up 1.9% to $4.34 a pound. And one more step up here, oil up 2.3% to $74.66 a barrel. Lastly for today, Bitcoin up 1.3% to $33,440 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we hope you all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday for the close.